happy new year. We're back with the family path in 2023. It's good to be back after a couple weeks off, going through Christmas, celebrating the new year. It's been quite a busy new year already for us, hasn't it, Jocelyn? It has, <laughs> which is partially why we took two weeks off of, yes, it, of doing the podcast. Yep. Well, if you're new with us, my name is Greg Bolowitz, and I am here with my wife, Jocelyn, and this is The Family Path, and we thank you for checking us out and joining us today. And today we're going to talk about what to do in the new year. What is your new year's resolution, and is that even a biblical idea to have and, and to participate in a, in, a, in a resolution? So we're going to tease that out. But before we do that, let's Let's talk life. (laughs) (laughs) We did title this big news and resolution. Yeah, so let's do it in that order. We let's let's hit the big news um, for our audience that might not know us personally. Why don't you uh, Why don't you give them the the exciting news? We got a dog. We did get a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone who knows us is like that is not what we expected. This is unbelievable. I vowed that I love dogs, but I vowed not to get a dog, or at least or at least put a dog on hold until um, you know the kids were older. Right. Well, we have such a large range gap in between our kids that I don't know. I just kind of got convicted that Milo was ten, and we were delaying it okay i don't really think you got convicted i think milo just wore you down yeah that's usually what happens yeah Yeah. so over the last year especially the kids have really been asking for a dog and a lot of our kids are old enough to hasn't been that bad the kids been taking care of it and taking it outside and training it so we got a mini australian labradoodle and what we are finding out is that we don't think the dog is going to be that many no it's pretty big yeah so it was supposed to be like between 17 and 24 pounds and like well when we brought it home two weeks ago it was already like eight pounds and so what was it you took it to the vet yesterday what did it weigh did they I tell don't you? know. I think it was in kilograms, so I can't oh. remember. Oh goodness! <laughs> I don't know why. Why do you yeah. guys do that in the like any medical profession? Is in kilograms? Yeah. Well, that's so. how we figure out all dosing for medication. Yeah, well, so that's just. But he's cute. He's America so cute, the and the kids system. are doing fantastic. Um, the bigger news. There's more news. Yes, there's bigger okay. news. Yeah, the bigger news is that we're having another baby. Yes, number eight is on the way. Yeah, and. Uh, we got the dog before we knew. <laughs> yeah, before we knew um, that we were having another baby. But we we reserved the dog in September, yep. um, knowing that they were going to have a Christmas litter. Yep. So the kids got to open the puppy at Christmas, which they were yeah. totally freaked out by. Like, I sold it to my kids that they were never getting a dog. So much so that when they opened the box and a puppy jumped out, they were terrified. Right. And then they just kept saying, whose is it? How long will we be able to keep it in our house for? And like the excitement never truly hit them until like the next day when they were like, this is our dog. It's not going home. Yeah. So that was exciting. So we, we reserved the dog and then we're like, yeah, we're still going to drive for another baby. So this is probably. 2023 is going to be pretty busy. But, but all good things. Yeah, the Lord has been gracious to us again, and we are just thankful. so unworthy. Yeah, yep, just we're thankful. We have absolutely eight children. That's yeah. incredible. When it's we started job. this podcast, remember we time stamped it. Yeah, we were we talking did. about quivers <laughs> and arrows in a quiver, and we time stamped it because we were like, clearly seven is not seven is enough. Obviously, yeah. Jocelyn wins again. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll see if we get to 10. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, enough about us. Yeah. That's what we were. Oh, no. A little bit more about us. Yeah, we the took reason, two weeks off. Right. We be, planned, I guess, sort of maybe to take a week off. And then, and then we, we took, burned through all of our saved episodes. Right. And then uh-huh. we didn't have any for the mini plague that hits hit our house yeah <laughs> so we um got to experience influenza a which was fun um over we were sick a week before christmas yep, the we week of christmas and i think we figured it out we had fevers in this house for 16 days well, let's be, let's be clear here yeah everybody got sick except, except for, for me <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny because if you know I am us, the like, lord's anointed <laughs> no <laughs> Greg is always the one who gets sick and goes down hard. And yeah, just for some reason, the Lord was merciful. I had a lot of work to do. A lot of services to hold this this holiday. Yeah, really you did. And And so we were very gracious. That was a bummer. We didn't get to meet with family or anything for Christmas. So that was our... Since since our last yep. episode, that kind of sums up. When you up have our nine life. people in your house, like even if it's a minor thing, which this was not, this was definitely this was interesting. I feel bad for anyone who has influenza A this season. It's terrible. It really yeah. is. But um, ear infections and takes stomach aches time. and throwing up and yeah, sore throats, mm-hmm. strep throat. Oh, it's been a it's been a nightmare. But we're we're back. We're all feeling good, feeling healthy. Yeah. Million Greg's bucks. sitting there smiling at me because he's like, I've been feeling great. <laughs> I, there's a couple instances where it's like, I think I might go downhill, but I, I'm telling you, the Lord has just been gracious to me. Yeah, he really has. Okay, <laughs> enough gloating. All right. Well, let's get into this episode. Happy New Year again. And we're talking about New Year's resolutions and what we're going to do in 2023. Our year obviously is going to be very busy with a new puppy and a new baby on the way, but is a New Year's resolution even biblical? Like, is that something that we should even do? What do you think, Joss? Well, I don't think you're going to find in the Bible, like, you should do a New Year's resolution that, you know, this thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking, like, specifically for that terminology, like, you're not going to find that. But I would say yes. All right. What's a resolution, then? Yeah. So, I think God desires us to work on ourselves. We know that because in First Thessalonians, it says that His will is our sanctification. And so, um, He would desire us to work on ourselves becoming better images of Christ. Like, in all things, He desires to work them to conform us into the image of Christ. And that's what our sanctification is, us becoming more Christ-like. And so I think that if we are centering resolutions on becoming more Christ-like, then absolutely. And in that, I think you can even lump in there losing weight and whatnot as long as you are doing it in a safe way. Yeah. I just think if we focus our goals more on Jesus and we focus them less on us, I think what we'll find is that we're probably going to end up working on ourselves a lot more than we would have otherwise. And we'll be pleasing to the Lord and yeah. all of it. I think looking at the motivation behind your resolution. So no matter whatever you resolve to do in 2023, I think the important question to ask yourself is, what am I actually doing this for? Am I doing it for... Or who am I actually for, Yeah, or who. Is it self-honoring or is it God-honoring? Whatever, no matter what the... Re- if everything as a Christian is supposed to point to Christ and be made into the image of Christ then what is my resolution resolving me to do? Right, and we're and supposed to glorify like? God in all of it. So who are we really seeking to glorify? Yep. Because, so, yeah, I completely agree. Like, I think 
and I only bring up weight loss because I think it's such a common thing. And right now, like it's getting plastered everywhere, yeah, you know, but gyms whether are it's packed full, right? Exactly. I think that can be a really good thing. Like we're commanded to take care of our body. Like this is what God has given us. We're the, the Holy house. temple now that this yeah. Holy spirit dwells in. So yeah, you exactly. want to take care of your, take care of your body. No, no shame in that. No problem right. in that. But very quickly, and I mean, we used to own a gym. Very right. quickly, you can turn in a resolution into definitely self-honoring. Right. Where you just want to glorify yourself. You want to post pictures of yourself and your of your of your new weight gain or your muscles or whatever you want to do, and you're yeah. just you're pointing at you, and it's not pointing you to do anything. Right. You had a Jim Elliott story. What was that? Yeah, so this was so funny because Greg and I were talking about this and I was like, I just keep botching this. I should just look it up. But I just remember reading this thing where Jim Elliott, who was a missionary, um, I can't even remember to where, like somewhere in Africa, right? I think. Anyway, so he was this Google renowned like missionary who who died. He ended up um, being killed, um, and then his wife took the gospel to this tribe, and like even some of the tribe men like ended up baptizing their children. I think later, it was, it's an amazing story. You should look it up. But Jim Elliott was a wrestler. Ecuador. Okay, Ecuador. <laughs> he was in Ecuador. <laughs> so is that in Africa? I don't even know. Oh, geez, okay. Joss, you trying to get me on? Uh, so anyway, the point the of the geology? story is is that Jim Elliott. Um, was a wrestler through like high school and maybe even through his college years. And so he would take really good care of his body. And he said that he really had to check himself and say that the reasons that he did this and invested in his body were less about wrestling and less about glorifying like his body, but more about glorifying God in that he wanted to take care of his body so that he would be better fit and prepared to go on the mission field and serve for God. So like, not that we're all going to go and serve on the mission field, but I think it does speak volumes to just take care of our body so that we can be better equipped and feel Mm -hmm. better as we just do ministry in day to day life. Yeah. We don't want to throw our bodies away and and treat Mm -hmm. them poorly so that we've limited any type of life, like we shorten the life that we could have had, you know, as much as in our power, but you know, I want to lose, I mean, this last few years, I've maybe put on a couple pounds or two. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would like to lose a little bit of weight this, this year, but honestly, like my perspectives have changed. Like I want to just lose weight to just feel better and operate better in my day. I'm Mm -hmm. not looking to and put on your t-shirt. Yeah, I like yeah. to wear a t-shirt again, <laughs> period. I'm just, that's what he always says. I just want to wear a t-shirt. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, I mean, is it self-honoring? Is it God-honoring? What's the motivation behind your resolution? I think those are some questions that we definitely have to ask, you know, is we want to make sure that God is at the center of our resolution. Mm-hmm. And I think also, you know, that provides great motivation, but it also... It provides a, um, a motivation that will probably keep us going right. and probability mm-hmm. to see that uh, resolution to the end probably goes up in a sense when the focus is glorifying God. Right. Especially when you put, okay, I just want to know him better. And how does this resolution help me to do that? Mm-hmm. But in the grand scheme of things, like just thinking back to where you asked, like, is this actually biblical? No, you're not going to find, I mean, yes, I think they are, but you're not going to find the word resolution in the Bible, those sort of things. But Jesus's life is just marked by him pouring out commands for us to obey. So like you give a command because you want someone to obey it. So like, obviously we had some work to do. We have work to do 
we have changes that need to be made in our lives. So if you look at the life and the teaching of Jesus, he pours out tons of commands. And if if you just want a small place to do this, like you can look at the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus addresses like what we should do with our anger, what we should do with our our thoughts of lust or um, divorce or making oaths um, with people, fasting, praying more, being more intimate in prayer, loving other people, how to handle our anxieties, judging others. All those things like look like, okay, what do I do with that? Well, when you really sit down and you look at that list and you evaluate your life and you want to come up with resolutions, you can say, well, where am I struggling in these? And how can I resolve to do better this year? Because I want to be more like Christ or I Mm -hmm. want to follow his commands better. And even if you lay that aside, like, okay, I, I figured those things out. Or if we're looking at our resolutions, biblical based on, well, Jesus gave us commands. So we obviously should follow them and we should resolve this year to follow them better. Maybe that's what we want to commit ourselves to. Well, then all throughout the epistles, you see that, especially in the final instructions or like the farewell parts of the letter, the apostles are oftentimes laying out like, okay, church, now this is how you can do better. These are things you want to work on. And like, just to run through a short list, like in Romans, you see Paul saying, okay, love each other, pray for each other, contribute to the needs of the saints. All those things we can build resolutions around Mm -hmm. are just like trying to do better and become more Christ-like. And a lot of them are just centered on walking worthy of the gospel. How can you walk worthy of the gospel? Even praying for open doors, like in Colossians, um, Paul says, pray for open doors for the gospel. So like resolving to pray for the gospel to be spread or like for you to do that this Mm -hmm. year. So I don't know. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, in Philippians, Ephesians, like he, they're telling them these churches to pray, to be humble, to be gentle. So they give you lots of things that you can work on. The Sermon on the Mount, all those character building traits, Mm -hmm. um, those are good examples. But we can also, like a lot of resolutions um, are not only things that, are like that, that, that are character based or, or living, um, and being, trying to be sanctified in how Christ lived his life. But there's also things that people resolve not to do anymore. Like I don't want to smoke anymore. Right. I'm giving mm-hmm. up smoking now. Right. I don't want to drink as much. I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to eat as much. I mean, that's a diet, but realistically, like I don't want to covet food anymore. Mm-hmm. So these things, like it reminds me of like first Corinthians six twelve. all things are lawful for me, Paul says, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful to me, but I will not be dominated by anything. I mean, Paul's really just saying like, as a Christian, we have freedom, but like, any t- I have freedom to eat anything that I want right now, especially in America. I can go get anything I want at any time, pretty much. Um, but you have to ask yourself that question. When is that freedom dominating me? Right. And if it is, then you need to break those chains. Mm-hmm. And and that's a great resolution. And, and Paul says that's, that's great. You know, you don't want to be dominated by anything because your focus, if you're dominated by something else, um, then your focus is not on Christ. Mm-hmm. So that's a great resolution. So I wouldn't feel, if you're listening to this and that's like one of your resolutions, I think that's a great resolution to not be dominated by anything, whether it be food, alcohol, tobacco, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. That's great. So, And then also like those are all things that would help you to be healthier, to take Mm -hmm. better care of your temple where God chose to house his Holy Spirit, you know? Yeah, it's just this idea of really what is the heart behind your resolution? Mm -hmm. That's all this podcast is about. You know, are you doing it for yourself? And there, there is a, there's a sliver of that, but ultimately you're doing it for yourself so that you can do X, Y, and Z for the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what it's got to boil down to. So practical things that we're doing. Yeah. Um, well, Greg's trying to lose weight. Um, <laughs> I'm clearly not. Oh, I felt miserably. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it's just important to say, yeah, like I, we, we try to do those things. I think everyone does. And I think that they're, um, they can be really glorifying to God. You just got to watch yourself. I think that a lot of what we should focus ourselves on and I, our church, um, so for anyone who's new or hasn't listened, Greg is one of the pastors at our church um, here in Lower Burl. And our church together as a church family has decided to read through the Bible in a year. And so we've decided that we're going to do that. And um, this is our big re- resolution as a family. This is a big family rhythm, I think, that we're trying to instill over mm-hmm. the next year. And um, and this is separate than our family Bible and worship time that yeah, we do in the evening. Yeah, this is an addition too. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Uh... I'm so excited for, there's so many people that have signed up registration in our church to, to do this and to partake in this. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome to see. Um, us specifically, the the direction that we're taking read the Bible in a year in our family is um, to provide a habit to our kids. Mm-hmm. Like our children. So are, I think are, first are, we need to say, we're, we're not just doing this, Greg and I. Like, we decided no, 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 this no. is a family resolution that we're going to do together. Um, and I think you can think, oh, that's crazy. But, like, we have kids that are 10 down to a year old, and we're we're incorporating them all into this to some degree. I mean, of yeah. course, Briggs is just crawling around. The Briggs floor, is but. crawling around, and Veda is pretty hard to sit mm-hmm. still for that long. But all the other ones are mm-hmm. are sitting around, whether the younger girls, they have their Bibles. Evie might be doodling or so something. So we got the girls journaling Bibles in preparation for this so that they can color in it and have the word open and just color on the pages and whatnot. It is like this ridiculously sparkly. Sparkly. <laughs> it's like, I, I've just never seen something. I'll have to post a picture on Instagram. It's, it's so ridiculous, but, um, the girls love it. Yeah, they do love it. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. I mean, mm-hmm for them to love their Bible, you know, in, in the way that they can at this age. Right. But all that to say, so um, comprehension-wise, our kids are not, I don't, I'd be, I'm going to be surprised that they will take in a lot because what we're doing is we're having them follow along with the daily reading with an audio Bible mm-hmm. in their book. So the older ones can definitely kind of track and we've slowed it down a little bit, which is great with technology and the apps, version app, you can slow it down and, and the kids are reading and following along in the Bible, uh, the ones who can, and uh, hopefully they're co- comprehending it. But what our direction is for our kids with this reading through the Bible is not so much for comprehension, although that's what we want, mm-hmm. but it's habit building. Right. So we are, we are not going to read ahead. And I think I would challenge anybody that would be listening to this. Um, you never want to not say don't read ahead in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it this way, it may change your mind. If you, if you consistently stop at the stopping points, then you have to open your Bible every single day. Right. Mm-hmm. And it builds a habit and it builds that discipline into your life. Because what happens when you read or listen to the Bible and you just kind of do it while you're doing other things, you're not building the rhythm into your life and you're not building the sit down and dedicate time into the word of God um, habits that you really want to have. So that's what we're trying to instill with our kids. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not, like I said, it's not so much comprehension, but more just rhythm. We want the rhythm to happen. And 
Go ahead. What were you going to say? We just, we looked at this resolution as like, we're excited for our kids to get the whole story in the year, but we're more excited for them to build the rhythm of like opening their Bible and, and being in it mm-hmm. every single day for 365 days this year. Yeah. Cause what can happen? Uh, oh, I, I'm, I'm five days ahead and now I'm going to take three days, days off and then you fall out of rhythm, you fall out of habit. So I feel, and this is what we felt for our family, right. it's better to stop when it says stop right. and do it every single day so you're in the Word of God every single day. So right. that's that's the direction that we took. Now, I want everybody to just read through the Bible. Right. So if you're, <laughs> you're going to blow through the Bible faster than the daily plan, that's awesome. Yeah. Go for More it. More power to you. Yep, and keep, keep trucking along. But uh, So with our podcast, our focus is really on family discipleship. And in that, we want to build a lot of family rhythms that are glorifying to God and ultimately just pushing our kids to Christ and just, um, yeah, so uh, our focus is a lot more on being in the Bible every single day. And I was even thinking, if you follow us on Instagram, um, maybe I'd post pictures to for accountability really, yeah. because it's like, we just, we were thinking, we're like, man, are we going to be sitting here at the end of next year? And like, they're going to be reading through revelation. Like, and you just have this like guilty, um, like, are, are we going to fail? You know, like, are we going to actually make it? And like, we really are just so excited for yeah. our kids to get there. And so I thought maybe if I like posted this, it would help us to be more accountable because there are certainly parts where I'm just like, are we going to make it? Are the kids going to make it? And I think we looked at this as, our kids love audiobooks, which I know might sound weird, but they're slightly deprived when it comes to like screen time. <laughs> Comparatively speaking, to yeah. maybe the rest. I don't of think the they world. are, but Craig's always like, "Nope, you deprive them definitely." So, which but, is good because we yeah. deprive them for our really our gain. Like right. we leverage technology so that we can have a minute at night yeah, to so do we a have podcast time together. You know, right. like yeah. hey, go watch a movie, and they haven't watched TV all day. So now we get actually a dedicated time out of the day. So we leverage, we'll have to do a podcast on leveraging technology. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for our advantage. Definitely we use it for Greg and I to have time together and whatnot. And um, we noticed that like their love for audiobooks, we're like, man, like they'll really listen to these books forever. Why aren't we just playing the Bible for them and like allowing them to get the story like separate from our own time? And so that's what we, that really made us feel like, okay, we really could invest in setting up this rhythm over the next year. So what we do is have the kids sit at the table with their Bibles open. They each have their own Bible that we got them. Like I said, the girls have the journaling Bible and then Greg just got us this speaker um, that I hook up to my Bluetooth and we just play it pretty slow pretty Um, simple right so that's our resolution for this this year that's a big one and have a uh, healthy baby so if you guys are praying yeah add us into your prayers pray for us for that yeah yeah and uh have a puppy so excited and yeah so we could use your prayers and honestly anytime that you need prayers we want to hear from you as well and um if you don't follow us already on Instagram, we would encourage you to do that. We're going to try to be better at being more present on there to just be more of an encouragement and helping you as you walk through this year. And um, anyone who's joining this challenge with us with their kids, we would love to hear it and to see the pictures, uh, see, see pictures of yeah. you guys doing I mean, that. Accountability is great. You know, no matter what you do, whether you're trying to lose weight, it's always better to lose weight with somebody else to go right. to the gym with it. You know, accountability mm-hmm. is what you need to to really succeed so 
be accountable. Find an accountability partner for anything that you're doing. We're doing the same with this, and uh, we're putting it out there. But that's it. One of the other cool things that's happened uh, since um, Christmas in the last episode is we did have our first uh, question come in to us. Yeah, we did. So, so when the it, next when's, podcast. That's going to be the next one? That's going to be the next podcast. All right, podcast, that'll yeah. be the next podcast that we're going to do. So, if Which you... will definitely end up being a way more personal podcast. So this is going to be oh, weird boy. for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. This will be good. So if yeah. you have all that to say, if you have any... Uh, anything that you want us to talk on, on and uh, do a podcast on, just shoot it over, uh, go to the website and um, submit that request and we'll look at it and, and do our best mm-hmm. to get to it. So we're excited for that one. Excited to finally be interacting with our audience a little bit more, but yeah. I'm excited for the next one. Mm-hmm. So for this one, that's it. That's all we got. So we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining in to the family path.